Welcome to the City Edge Church podcast. For more information, please visit our website at cityedgechurch.org.au. We hope that you enjoy this message. Well, welcome everybody to Church Online. And I want to extend a huge welcome to all of our Caloundra and Innisfail locations and uh, anyone else who's joining us online right now. It is so great to have you with us. Hey, if you can, why don't you share this on your Facebook feed and uh, let's include others involved in this great church experience right now. And we're so glad that you could be with us today. I hope everyone's doing well in this current season. Uh, we're all adapting. We're all making changes in our lives. And uh, I just want to encourage you and let you know that myself, Pastor Kate, our team, we're praying for you. We love you and we're believing God for you over this season as well. You know, in the midst of the adapting and changing is that uh, I know there's a lot of parents out there that are now having to homeschool your kids and uh, and having your children at home at the moment uh, creates a whole new world of factors uh, in your world right now. And I know for Pastor Kate, my wife, she has... Uh, uh, become a homeschool teacher and she's still pastoring and leading and doing all the things that she's doing. She's doing a great job as well. And uh, but that's been a massive adjustment just for us. And I know there's a lot of people that are doing that right now in your family as well. Uh, but for me, I was excited because I became the physical education teacher the phys ed teacher, all right? And I've been responsible for the daily workouts. And, uh, you know, the other day I had my first session with the kids. It was great. I was so pumped. You know, it was like 7.30 in the morning. I dragged them out of bed. They're like, Dad, what? What are you making us do? And uh, we're going for a run, man. This is good. You know, phys ed starts now. And uh, we were pumped with stretching. And, you know, and, and, and we went on this one kilometer run. And as we went on this run, uh, you know, it got to like 500 meters. And, you know, two of them started crying. And, you know, it, it just wasn't the great experience that I was thinking it was going to be. And, you know, kind of had to turn around and come home. And they ran inside. And it was like, that was not a great start to my physical education career. And, uh, but still, at the same time, we've had some better ones, and it's been going great as well. But, hey, huge honor to all the parents that are doing homeschooling, to all the teachers that are trying to make this work right now in this season. And while I'm honoring people, I want to honor all the, all the nurses and doctors and hospital staff that are making things happen right now in this time. And any public servant that's still serving and doing what you're doing, we're praying for you and we're believing God for you as well. But I'm going to miss a message today. Uh, it's kind of a part two from last week, and I've called it Position for Miracles positioned for miracles. You know, I love that scripture that I brought last Sunday out of Romans 8. And uh, just, a, just an apt scripture this, in this time that we're living in right now. But it says this in Romans 8, 10 to 11. It says, the, the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. And I want to encourage you again, just like I shared last week, is that the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. As a Christian, if you're a Christian today, the Spirit of God lives in you. The God of power, the God that can move and do miracles in your life, He lives in you 
in you today. And I want you to remember that. I don't want you to forget that in this season. And we need to make room for God in our lives, in our homes, in our workplaces, every part of our lives, knowing that He is powerful and He can move in our lives in any way. Now, I love this scripture and this passage out of 2 Kings uh, chapter 4, verses 1 to 7. And uh, it's actually another story of a widow and uh, of a, another woman in the Bible. And, and around this whole Second uh, Kings, the first few chapters really talk so much about all the miracles that happen in the prophet Elijah, Elisha's life. And uh, this is one particular one. And I just love it because I know that it's going to speak to people today in your world right now. And it says this, it says, One day the widow of a member of the group of prophets came to Elisha and cried out, My husband who served you is dead. And you know how he feared the Lord. But now a creditor has come, threatening to take my two sons as slaves. What can I do to help you? Elisha asked. Tell me, what do you have in the house? Nothing at all, except a flask of olive oil, she replied. And Elisha said, borrow as many empty jars as you can from your friends and your neighbors. Then go into your house with your sons and shut the door behind you. Pour olive oil from the flask into the jars, setting each one aside when it is filled. So she did as she was told. Her sons kept bringing jars to her and she filled one after another. Soon every container was full to the brim. Bring me another jar, she said to one of her sons. There aren't any more, he told her. And then the olive oil stopped flowing. And when she told the man of God, what had happened, he said to her, now sell the olive oil and pay your debts and you and your sons can live on what is left over. That is a powerful miracle. And the first point I want to make today is that we need to use what you have. Use what you have in your life right now, in your world, in your, in your home. Use what you have. I love this is that this woman, she's in a desperate situation. Uh, she, her, her husband has died. He was the chief provider for her, her home in that time. And uh, her sons are going to be sold into slavery, taken into slavery because she can't pay her debts. And so what she does is she does the right thing. She goes to the man of God. And I said this last week is in, in those days, in ancient times in Israel, if you wanted to access God, you wanted to access the presence of God, you needed to go to the man of God because that's where you could get direction or you could get prayer and help and support. And this is what she did. She went to the man of God to get the help she needed. Now today, the same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead, he lives in you and I and we can pray and we can stand and believe and we can access the presence of God wherever we are who loves the fact that we live in a time of a New Testament time and uh, but but for her she went to the man of God and and she says this this what she says you got to help me she tells him the story and and he and he comes back with an odd advice really like you know he, he says tell me what do you have in your home what do you have in your house right now and it's like it's a weird question, isn't it? Because you'd think, man, he would have grabbed his stuff, would have waved it around a little bit, said a few prayers, you know, and then everything changed and a miracle happened. But he doesn't say that. He says, what do you have in your house right now? And she's like, not that much. Yeah, I've got a little, little jar of olive oil. That's all I've got. 
And so he says this, he says, I want you to go and I want you to, to talk to your neighbours, talk to everyone around you. I want you to borrow every bucket, every vase, every jar that you can, you and your sons, and I want you to take it back, bring it into your home and shut the door behind you. So she does. She goes out, the boys are up and down and they, they're trying to, they're finding every, every bucket, every, every vase, every jar that they've got and they're, they're, they're knocking on the neighbor's door. They're trying to uh, borrow and get what they can and they got the bathtub in the house. They got everything, you know, and, and, and they, they fill the house, this little house full of jars and vases and all ready to go. And, and then what they did is they, they then shut the door behind them, shut the door behind them. And, uh, and I just love this, is that, you know, God often needs to use what we have in our lives right now. God often needs to take the thing that we have in our world right now, because what that is, is that is the natural that connects with the supernatural. See, God loves to use what is natural in our lives to add His supernatural to, to bring a miracle. And this is what she did. She took the natural thing she had and said, God, I don't know what to do with this, but I'm going to bring it to God. I'm going to take action in this and I'm going to do something with this right now. See, I love in Genesis, you know, it shows us how God created Adam. And the Bible teaches us in, in Genesis that, that he, 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 he made Adam out of the dust of the earth. And, and in, as you read the story, he formed Adam and Adam was, you know, formed and lying on the ground there. But I want to tell you that, that it, there was something natural to work with, but there was no life until God breathed life into Adam. It was when God breathed into him that he came to life. In Ezekiel 47, it talks about the valley of the dry bones. And in the valley of the dry bones, it's a, it's a vision that Ezekiel, the prophet, had of these bones scattered all around this valley of an army. And, and, and God says to Ezekiel, I want you to prophesy to the bones. So he prophesies to the bones, all these bones rattle and clang and they come together. He says, and now I want you to prophesy to the flesh. And he prophesies to the flesh and, and, and suddenly there's all these, these, these bodies laid out on the ground. And then he says, now I want you to prophesy to the wind. And he prophesies to the wind, the wind and the breath of God. It was the breath of God that came. And suddenly this great army stood up on their feet. There was something natural that meant met with the supernatural, which is the power of God, the breath of God, the life of God. See, I want you to know today what you have in your hand right now, God wants to use it. What you have in your home right now, God wants to use it. Maybe you're thinking and you're, you're looking at what's around you and you're thinking, man, I, I, the bills are stacking up. You know, the, the money's gotten a little tight. What are we going to do right now? I want you to know this, that everything you need, it's around you, it's in you. The resources are there. And God wants you to partner with your natural and meet Him with His supernatural. That's what God wants you to do. You know, another great story out of Matthew 14 is the story of the, 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 the feeding of the 5,000. And see, Jesus has ministered all day long. And, uh, and he's, he's prayed for the sick, he's healed the sick, he's preached, he's, he's helped. Uh, you know, the Bible says it was 5,000 men, not including women and children. So there's up to 15,000 people that came to meet Jesus out in this field this day. And so at the end of the day, the disciples come to Jesus and they're like, hey, Jesus, you know, come on, we, it's getting dark. We, 
these, need, these people need to go and get something to eat. So why don't we send them away to the local town somewhere so they can get there before it gets too dark and they can get something to eat. And he's, he's like, no, no, you give them something to eat. And it's like, here's these 12 disciples. They're like, are you kidding me? There's, there's like 15,000 people, man. Like, you know, they're looking in their pockets. One guy's got a half-eaten Mars bar. Another guy's got a few Mentos. You know, that's all they've got. They're like, what, what are we going to do? So they, so they like, well, well, let's do what Jesus said. So they go out looking for some food and they find this little boy. He's got five barley loaves and two fish. And they, and they bring this little boy to Jesus because this is all the food they can find. And, and I love this is that, and that this boy, to him, the five barley loaves and two fish, that was dinner. You know, that was his fillet of fish combo. And he took that five barley loaves and two fish. It was dinner in his hands. But as soon as he brought it to the hands of Jesus, it suddenly became a seed for a miracle. It became something that God could tangibly use for a miracle. And so he, he says, I'll give up my dinner. I'll give up what I have to Jesus. You can take my dinner for if it's going to help everybody else. I'll be generous. I'll do this right now. So he gives up this seed for a miracle. Jesus blesses it, breaks it, and they feed up to 15,000 people in one hit and take up 12 baskets full of leftovers. And I can imagine after this is, you know, taking, bringing this basket up to this boy and saying, you know what, you gave up your dinner tonight, but here's a whole basket full of bread and fish for you to take home to your family. How amazing is that? God wants to partner with what we have in our hand right now. What's in your hand? If you're, a, if you're a business owner right now and things have gotten tight for you, what's in your hand? What's in your employees, in your staff, in your team? What's in your world, in your home? What is in your hand? If you're, you're, you're looking at your family right now and you need a miracle, if it comes to finances or you need a miracle in so many other ways in your life, what is in your hand? What is in your world right now that God can do a miracle with? God wants to partner with your natural, with His supernatural. And the next point is this, is that miracles happen in the faith zone. Miracles happen in the faith zone. And, and so why did she have to go back home with all these jars in her house and then shut the door behind her? See, the key is this, is that faith needs a space. Faith needs space. It needs space in our mind. It needs space in our heart. And it needs space in our actions. Faith needs space. And so what it was for her, it was shutting the door to negativity. Shutting the door to outside opinion. Shutting the door to everything else that would try and speak against what God was trying to supernaturally do for her family that day. And for us today, maybe it's, it's when we need a miracle and when we're coming in prayer and we need, a, we need to shut out some of the things that have been trying to speak negativity into our minds. Sometimes if you get on the feed and you can grab your phone, and man, you, you, suddenly you're, you're scrolling through Instagram and you're scrolling through Facebook and you're on YouTube and then suddenly an hour goes by and, you know, sometimes we can, we can just allow some of those things that can feed the negativity in our mind. And that news report and this person said this and that person said that because of the coronavirus right now. And I want to tell you in this situation, sometimes it's important just to, just to shut that off when you need to come into a space of faith. To shut that down just for a moment. Not right now. Stay online. 
Stay on the chat. Hope you're enjoying it right now. But hey, it's, it's, about, it's about shutting out the things that are trying to speak negatively against what try, God is trying to do in your world right now. And so this is what she did. She shut the door and she grabs that, that, that jar, that little jar of olive oil that she's got. And I, I can just see, I can imagine her as she would have closed her eyes and just prayed, Lord, I believe. I believe that a miracle can happen right now. And she began to pour. And that, that her sons just kept, kept, kept on bringing jars, kept on bringing vases. They kept on bringing the next bucket. They kept on just bringing, bringing, bringing. And, and, and until, you know, and she said, it, bring the last bucket. And, and, the, and the, one of the sons says, that's it. That's all the buckets. Everything's full. And then the jar of oil stopped flowing, stopped in that moment. And see, I love this is that the miracle happens in the faith zone, in the faith space. And what do you need to do right now? Right now in your home, in your living room, wherever you are, joining us online, what do you need to do to get into the faith zone, to get into the faith space in your life? It's so important in this season that we take those moments to get our mind, our heart, and our actions into a space of faith. You know, and the final thing is this, is that the miracle is for others as well. The miracle is not just for us, it's for others. And so what she did is that God's done this miracle. She's looking around, there's, there's jars and everything full. The house is full of jars and vases and buckets of olive oil. But I tell you what, it doesn't mean anything to help her sons in that moment while it's just sitting there in a house. So what she does is she's got to pick those jars up, you know, take them to the local market and she sells them. So we see this great picture here. First, it was the natural, which was taking the jar and gathering jars around her. Then it was the supernatural, where God did His miracle and now kicks back into the natural. She has to then go and take that and then on sell it. And so she takes the, the, the opportunity that God's given her and she sells it at the market. You know, today, she lived today, she would have sold it on eBay, sold it on Gumtree or, you know, on, on a buy, swap, sell on Facebook or something like that. She would have, she would have sold it that way. And, uh, and, and, and so we see that she did something natural to connect again with the supernatural. And so for all of us, I want to encourage you right now is that God always makes a way in our lives. He does. But the miracle that happened is that when she actually went to the market and she sold this, suddenly that oil is being used in other homes as well. Suddenly this, this jar of olive oil has been produced so that it can turn into help and support for all these other homes as well. As well as that the word spread in that whole community of what God had done. I want you to know this church. I want you to know this friend who's joining us online right now is that miracles awaken the wonder of God. They awaken the wonder of God. Is this God real? Can He do miracles? Can He intervene into our world? Can He help us in the seasons that we are in? Can He help us in this season right now? And I want to tell you, God is real. And He can help us and He can move on our behalf because He loves us and He has a plan for us and He is for us today. But miracles and praise reports, I, I got to tell you, we should never keep a miracle silent. Never keep a miracle silent. 
You know, we need to be able to tell people when God's done something amazing in our lives. We need to be able to spread the good news about the good things that God has done. It is so important because miracles awaken the wonder of God. You know, today, while you're sitting in your home, your living room, wherever you are right now, I know that there's people that you need a genuine miracle in your life. If you're a business owner right now and you need a miracle in your cash flow in your business or whatever it may be and you're, you just don't know what to do this next week, we're going to pray for you right now. But I want to let you know that the answers are in your hands and God does have something more for you. It's just like in Malachi 3.10. It says, you know, as we bring our, our, our giving to God and our, our tithe to God, God says this, I'll, I'll pour out blessing over you, but I'll open you the window. And see what that speaks of that speaks of revelation. And some of us need to understand right now that we need to start praying the right prayers. See, there's, there's prayers you can pray, but I got to tell you, there's good prayers you can pray as well. And some of the good prayers are this, God, show me the answers. Show me the answers. Just reveal to me what I need to do right now. God, I need wisdom. I just thank you, Lord, that there is wisdom for, for this situation right now. And you can, the Bible says in James that if you, if you need wisdom, you just got to ask God because he pours it out on you. That's what he promises to do. So there's revelation, there's answers, and there's answers for you. So we're going to pray for that. Maybe you need a miracle in your family right now, in your situation. It could be financial. It could be something emotional. It could be in all sorts of different areas. Maybe you need a miracle and healing for your body. No matter what it is, God is a God of miracles. And this message is about being positioned for miracles. And we are all in our homes right now. So no matter, no matter you know, who's around you right now, if you're with your family or, or spouse, I want you to reach across. I want you to grab your spouse's hand. I want you to grab their hand. Or, or if there's, there's a, a, a child in your home, she, they need a miracle right now. I want, you to, I want you to put your hands on them. I want you to grab them. I want you to hold them right now. No matter what you need to do, if you need a financial miracle, I just want you to partner with us as we pray right now. So let's pray. Lord, I believe for every person that is agreeing with me online right now, I believe that God, you are the God of miracles and we are positioned for miracles today. We are positioned for you to move on our behalf in so many different ways. And Father, I thank you right now. If it is a financial miracle for a business or a family or, or whoever it may be, I believe that you can bring the breakthrough. Lord, I pray that you would give answers and opportunity and understanding and you would give, bring revelation and wisdom in this season so that God, we can know how to use what is in our hands. I pray for that in Jesus' name, that you would bring a supernatural miracle into every person's life that needs a financial breakthrough. Lord, if it is emotional, Lord, if it's to dealing with anxiety or fear or depression or, or any emotional need or relational need right now, I just pray God intervene. You're the God of miracles. Move in families, move in relationships around us, friendships. God, help us in this season right now. Maybe there's someone dealing with loneliness right now. I just pray that God, you would just meet them and help them to find that connection and engagement. Lord, I just believe for that right now in Jesus' name. And God, I pray for anyone who needs a physical healing. Lord, I believe for them right now, if someone's laying their hand on someone else around them or holding a child or a, or a spouse or, or, or someone around them that needs a miracle, Father, I thank you right now. I declare healing in Jesus' name. Healing in Jesus' name. Amen.
You know, I'm believing God that there's going to be miracles from this moment. And I want to encourage you today, if God is moving in your life, please let us know. Let us know. Please message us on this, on, on this social network you're on right now. Please, you know, fill out a connect card, uh, cityedge.church forward slash connect. We would love to help you and we'd love to know more about what God has done in your life and what He is doing in your life because it can help so many other people. Remember, miracles are so much better when they're shared because I got to tell you, miracles awaken the wonder of God. You know, today, I want to encourage anyone who's joined us online in this moment. If you don't know Jesus, I'm going to pray a prayer in a few moments for you to know Jesus for yourself. One of the greatest prayers you can ever pray in your life is the prayer of salvation. The prayer to accept Jesus Christ into your heart as your Savior and your Lord. You know, I got to tell you this, is that life is so much better done with God than without Him. And God is real. He loves you. He has a plan and future for your life. Jesus, He did come over 2,000 years ago. He did die at a cross. He did rise from the dead. He is real. He exists. He is an amazing God and He loves you. And He has hope and future and love and life for your world today. And if you want to know Jesus today, all you got to do is just repeat this prayer with me right now. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin and my past. I accept you today as my Savior and my Lord from this day forward. Amen. You know, I know there's people right now that maybe you prayed that prayer for the first time. And maybe you've made a recommitment to Jesus today. We would love to help you. And our host in a few moments, they're going to get, let you know the ways that you can connect and the steps that you can, you can take in this journey of knowing Jesus and knowing how to do it in community as well. We love you so much from myself and Kate. I want to let you know we're praying for you and let's all stay connected. Let's all stay engaged in this season. Have a fantastic week. 